Hey everyone, Mike here with the Hilco Homes podcast, and I have a wonderful special episode for you today. It's actually part one of two episodes, and what we're doing here is Hilco actually had a office party for Christmas, and we invited all of the real estate people in the San Antonio area to swing by and hang out with us for a day. And in this particular episode, what I decided to do was have a concept of the pop-in podcast where I basically had the studio open and was recording and let people come in and leave and kind of switch out uh, between interviews to see whoever wanted to be on the show, give them a chance to be on the show. But in this particular episode, um, Quentin Flores of the Infinity Cash Offer uh, team uh, decided that he had never done a podcast and wanted to try hosting a podcast for the first time. So let's give him a shot. Now, before we get into this, I do want to give a shout out to all of the listeners. Thank you. We can't do this without you. And I also want to give a special shout out to Longhorn Investments and to Jade Flores and the team uh, for being our sponsors and making uh, the process of hard money lending as easy as possible. If you're an investor in the central South Texas area and you're trying to do a deal and you need a hard money lender, definitely check out Longhorn Investments. All right, now let's get started with our show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Quentin Flores with the Hilco Homes Podcast. I'm super excited to be hosting this episode. Today, I have four amazing guests that actually work for my organization, which is pretty awesome. But it's uh, my friend Nancy, my friend Philip, Joaquin, and his wife, Dream. Super excited to have you guys here today, man. Uh, amazing, amazing. It's just been phenomenal spending this much time with you guys. So give us a little bit about like who you guys are, where you're from, you know, one at a time. Want to start, Nancy? Uh, my name's Nancy, and I'm actually from Laredo, Texas. I came to San Antonio maybe three months ago, and I came to just give my on this wholesale business with Quinton. And it's been really good so far. We, we got three contracts um, so far, and hopefully we close them soon. Yes. And Philip, where are you from, man? Yeah, so uh, I'm Philip. I'm actually from Louisiana, but I moved here a while ago. So, I mean, I guess I'm kind of bred from San Antonio. Um, me, uh, me, Joaquin, and Dream, I mean, they'll tell their story too, but we started doing real estate about seven, mo eight months ago, and we learned a lot, man. We learned a lot, and I can't wait to the new year. Yes, man, yes. The new campaigns, the new systems, the new platforms. I'm excited. When we get back to the office today, I'm going to be showing y'all exactly what we're going to be doing, and we're going to have a solid briefing since it's already almost the end of the year. Okay. So, uh, Joaquin, tell me a little bit about yourself, man. Uh, so, my name is Joaquin. Um, I've had a crazy life. I started to do real estate. Um, I, I like to perform, and uh, this journey and uh, hosting has been crazy. I'm actually the dispo manager for uh, for Quinton, and uh, being able to talk to all these investors has been life changing. The mindsets and like having lunch with millionaires has just been an experience. Let's, let's go with that. <laughs> 
Dream, tell me a little bit about you. Dream with the cream team, you already know, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what you, that is what it is. Um, I'm Dream. I grew up in Fort Worth, Texas. Moved to San Antonio, Miami, ten years ago. I feel like I'm from both places. Started doing real estate seven, eight months ago, and I have just fallen in love with building connections with people and growing those connect connections, nurturing them, and turning in the turning them into money. Honestly. And you're 33 it's, years old now, right? I'm 33 years old, guys. Insane, insane. <laughs> you know, this has been something that's been controversial uh, about talking about age in the office, but yeah. <laughs> Dream is 33 in my book. She's literally like the, I would say like a, a sister to me because I, I spend so much time with her and I'm really happy that she's at the office. And I've really got to learn so many different aspects of real estate. I got to learn title work. I got to learn contracts. I got to learn rehab. I got to learn what it's like flipping, buying and holding. So many different avenues of real estate that you can indulge yourself in and learn about and educate yourself in financial like freedom is really what it is i love it i love it so guys can y'all give me a, a little idea of what you i mean for one whole year uh, the majority of you guys have been here like not even an entire year yet i mean give me an idea of what you've been able to accomplish in that short year period of time and i'll tell you what i like when i first got into the business uh it took me a year and eight months to close my first deal and it was the hardest times of my life because everybody and their mom was doubting me, you know? And I kind of want to know how long y'all been in it. You know, if, if you've closed the deal, great. If you haven't, it's all good. Just be 100% transparent. So um, we're, we're, we're all working toward the same goal. So I'd like to know, like, how, what have you guys accomplished in one year so far? Not even meeting that year mark from left to right. Nancy. Well, I've been getting a few contracts. I have yet to close them. But I've learned a lot in the time that I've been doing real estate. I was actually doing a little bit of it in Laredo, and then I decided to come to San Antonio and come to a bigger market and learn all the other strategies in wholesaling. Um, back then, I wasn't really educated as much in the strategies that you can do with marketing, and I think definitely learning that has expanded that and given me more, more leads, basically, and it's been really good. I love it. I love it. Philip. So, uh, even though, like I mentioned earlier, I've only been doing real estate for a couple of months, I would say the one thing I learned the most, because when you learn anything new, you have to just really try to be an expert at it. And when it comes to real estate, especially when it comes to like dealing with property or anything, the hardest lesson I've had to learn is how to do my due diligence. So, all I'll say to y'all is that make sure whenever a property comes in hand, you make sure you always check the tax assessor. Make sure you check whatever property's in the flood zone. Make sure you check the... Um, Make sure you check the public records for anything like specific. Make sure that you check uh, for permits on the city. Like there's so many things that go deep into property that you need to educate yourself on because when you learn the language, you can speak other people's language. And everyone loves to hear themselves talk. And that's a whole different thing but that goes into like relationships. But for now, I would say do your due diligence. Just be, be self-informed. That's the biggest thing I've learned. You've also gained, like, I think your biggest quality you've gained from wholesaling is patience. Oh, my God. You didn't used to have a ton of it, but after Man. real estate and all the craziness that comes with it, he's kind of, like, mellowed out. Oh, yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. Patience is going to have to be a virtue. If you don't have that, it'll teach you. Put you in shape for it for sure i'll tell you man when i when i first like i remember the first deal i ever got under contract um i was super excited about it i can't even tell you i was so happy when the guy signed the contract i went home and i cried because i was so happy and i was like showing it in my girl's face i was like look you <laughs> doubted me and then you know garrett with you know my business happening. partner garrett is yeah. amazing he's, he's been a, a massive 
part of my life as far as learning all this business has. And um, he, he got the property sold. And back then I was like way different person. I was the most impatient guy. And for me to have been doing this this long and not make money, I was already at a point where I was gonna give up. And this was like the hardest part of my life because I, I felt like these demons were in my head and I, and I couldn't I couldn't think right. I couldn't be happy, you know what I'm saying? Because I just felt like everybody didn't believe in me. And so Garrett lined up a buyer and then I brought the assignment of contract to my, my seller, <laughs> I thought my seller was supposed to sign it and he saw the, the contract and he was like, dude, you're making eight grand on this? I was like, I mean, you're supposed to sign it without looking at it. <laughs> like, oh my you God. know, in my head, I was thinking oh that, God. you know? And so he was like, when you're making too much, I'll tell you what, man, I'll give you 4,500 for selling this property for me. And I said, great, sign now, let's go. And then we turned into a title company and Garrett was, uh, was um, Garrett decided to take less. And uh, he after closing costs and everything, the guy wanted us to pay his taxes too. I made $2,100 on my first deal. And it was life-changing, it was life-changing. I remember at that moment I realized that I could do this, that I could definitely do this. And that was barely in 2015. <laughs> like, it was only four years ago, man. Life's been going by like crazy. So Joaquin, what have you learned? Uh, you know, just being involved with an organization and, and learning what you've been learning. Um, so I, I started out as acquisitions for uh, Quentin, and then as time progressed, I, be, I became the disposition manager position, which I've been super grateful for. Uh, I've made a lot of connections with investors, and I get to know all the ins and outs of rehab, of the market, and the feedback has been phenomenal. Uh, I look forward to doing a lot more. I close, I close a good amount of deals because you know I'm, I sell most of the deals for the office. Um, I was able to quit a job that I hated, that I was there in like a slump for like eight months or something. Hey, I know. We I swear I met Philip. Philip and I were both working at main events, and we didn't. <laughs> we we uh, kind of hated our lives. We hated the place, and then wholesaling became an option, and we decided to jump into it. I was there for a couple months. I was like, you know what? I don't need this job anymore, and I quit. And uh, I've had more free time to spend with my friends, and. Uh, I'm saving up money currently, ready to invest in my first property beginning of uh, 2020. It's gonna happen. And I'm, I'm super ready for it. I've learned all the ins and outs. I know what to do. Now I'm just saving up the liquid capital to really get going. That's it's amazing. Exciting. And Dream, give me an idea. So like getting into all of this, you know, being like just barely coming out of like your, your education that you had and then going into this, you know, what, what, what would you say has been some of the best stuff that you've learned that you can apply to anything? Starting out, I thought that I was going to be in theater on Broadway, and it turns out I'm actually a closer. Uh, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> I love talking to people. I love helping them out of those bad situations that they didn't know that they were putting themselves in. That's one of the things that really does it for me whenever it comes to real estate is that fact that I'm going to help somebody get out of a tough situation between a rock and a hard place. And, you know, that's amazing. It's been amazing. I started off being an acquisition manager for your company, and then, you know, I moved up and I got to do title work. I got to find out what helps the deal close. I got to find out what I need to, what I need to do to make sure that that deal closes smoothly. And I feel like that's something that you, you didn't just teach, you didn't just give me a fish, Quentin. You taught me how to go fishing. And that's really amazing to like pick up a skill like that that I'm gonna be able to hold with me for the rest of my life and to be able to teach other people. I'm definitely gonna, you know, keep it with me. I always feel like I have to be very realistic with myself in this situation. It's crazy that I'm doing this podcast with y'all, but um, I always know that one day that you guys are gonna leave me. 
and it, it's gonna hurt like hella bad because you know I, I love y'all like a family I spend so much time with you guys it means so much to me to more than your actual family we'll be living in family. Asia so you can just come visit <laughs> us and I think that um, I, I still would love for you guys to be a part of the organization and helping me grow everything it's just been I can't even tell you how grateful I am um, like now, building those connections is more important. It is. And in my opinion, though, this has probably been the most challenging thing for you guys, right? Getting into entrepreneurship is not easy, man. It's not easy. Not now with everybody doing exactly what we're doing. We have to really figure out how we're going to separate ourselves from the group, right? So I think that that's been crazy experience. It's been crazy growth. It's been crazy journey. Just being able to grow with you guys lots and see stress, where y'all are going. Lots of <laughs> tears and ha- and like happiness and, <laughs> and drinks. We have, yeah, we've celebrated. We've we've gone out. It's it's been fun, man. You know, I just want to know, like like for a fact, that when you guys say that, you know what, Quentin, I've learned everything that I have from you and everything that I think that you can give me. There's nothing more I can learn. And the day that you go off and want to do your own thing, that you don't talk shit about me. <laughs> but I'll tell you guys. So, I mean, now it's the it's been the end of the year. No lie in, in our mind. June, May, January. All, I mean, from everything from like May to July, we were all closing deals. We were all getting contracts, right? It was a amazing time. Now we're in December. How has the holiday season challenged your belief systems in this business? And how have you been able to cope with it? If you have not, it's cool, it's cool to not talk about it. But to be able to overcome this, how has it challenged you? And I'd like to start off with Nancy. That was a good question. But that was a good question. Yeah. Damn. Um, I think that I know that with real estate, there's seasons. And I think that it is kind of in the dead season in December. However, I was building my pipeline for January that's coming up. And we should be having a lot of deals coming and closing at the beginning of the year. So right now we've just been building that pipeline so that we can have that ready to go at the beginning of the year. That's awesome. Would you say that it's been challenging to have to go through all of this to learn everything and and not make money? I think it's all on your mindset and knowing that you're doing it for the long term. I mean, people do things like wanting to get something like instant gratification and Mm -hmm. that's not what real estate is. I mean, sometimes it is if it's a great, phenomenal deal. But um, I do believe that there is seasons and also... um, like you just have to keep following up and that's the power for real estate i posted something about that yesterday i said i am in the season of sacrifice and that is something that i'm in 24 7. there are days i mean uh, the the same way that you guys don't make money in the organization when we're in a dead season like this who else doesn't make money but still has to pay the bills yeah us as well like you guys have your personal bills i like that's the same thing i have those plus i have the office Mm -hmm. and that's what's crazy about it is that we're all in a season of sacrifice but we have to understand that the plan has already been laid out before us i'm real big on divine intervention i'm real big on understanding processes because i've been broke before and you think about what your life was a year from today like a year ago from today you remember those problems that you guys had whatever they were like you can kind of think about it right think about those problems now are they even relevant anymore nope no because now you guys have a whole new slate, a whole new session of problems, a whole new season that you have to sacrifice to understand where you're going to go. And you learn so much. And the, the, you, have, you, have, you have money, right? And then you have information that gives you money. And learning the, the two and creating it into one entity is what's going to separate you guys from, from everything. And that's just some advice I wanted to give to you. 
But um, I'm super happy for the progress that you've made, Nancy. I can't tell you how proud I am. And I know that January for you is going to be a very exciting month because our sellers love you. So, oh, yeah. Philip, how has this challenged you, man? Yeah, so, I mean, real estate for me, it was, it was more than... It was a learning experience not only for, like, real estate itself, but, like, mentally, uh, like, emotionally for sure. I mean, I've had things go on in between the scenes with myself, and just being surrounded, I would say being surrounded by the people I'm surrounded by helped me out the most. Like, Dream Joaquin, Garrett, I, I've gone to uh, Pablo, like, I was, I, I would say Pablo for sure, it's probably put some, like, like, like some, some oomph in me, you know what I mean? <laughs> he gets you some real shit. He so. does, he really does. Uh, and then if I need something, like, uh, something when it, it comes to, like, something like mathematical or something when it comes to like getting something tedious i probably go to garrett or I'll go to joaquin it's just everybody you know like i've learned to deal with these things myself I, I mentioned earlier i was impatient i have more patience i have more diligence um sometimes i get unfocused i have people kick me in my ass and keep, help me stay focused it's really been a learning experience on more fronts than people even would think so if you think entrepreneurship is just this thing you're gonna go into and maybe get your first success in like maybe five six months it's probably not going to happen those are rare I would say just stay in it. Surround yourself with people who are going to help you because when I struggle, everyone else around me struggles. We all go through the same thing. We help each other up. We boost each other up. And that's been the biggest thing to help me get through. So now I'm at a point where I know next year, I mean, things are going to happen. I'm not saying that to be optimistic. I know it's going to happen. I'm ready for it. I've prepared myself in this off season. Everyone thinks the slow season, you're going to sit back and be broke. No, you sit back and you learn. Gather information. And then you go, you hit it hard January. That's my whole plan. That's what everyone's plan should be. And that's a mindset. I don't think, if I'd never started real estate, I would have never probably thought that thought or said any of those things. It's the people surrounding me. It's about building the pipeline. And that's what's crazy, guys. Once you have the pipeline, water flows to it, right? You can either be the guy that goes to the well and he keeps grabbing buckets to carry those buckets back home. And then that person's going to have kids eventually. And now he has to carry more buckets. How much weight can one man carry before the other guy decides to say, you know what, let's build a direct pipe that leads to the well that's going to give my, give my family infinite water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So remember the pipeline. Joaquin, how has this challenged you? So at first, when I very first started real estate, I was making no money. And then I made a bunch of money. More money than I've ever made in a month. And <laughs> what I should have, what I didn't realize is, you know, how crazy real estate can be and I didn't prepare for it financially and it's something that I've really started to focus on lately where it's I know how much I need to sacrifice and on what I need to sacrifice and what I need to do to make my my goals be accomplished and uh, I've learned a lot from this year so that way would come January and come beginning uh, or even starting now actually the next couple weeks uh, I know exactly what to do with my money how to use it and how to invest it and and who to invest it with. Like I, I've had this team of people around me who've been super positive. We've all helped each other grow and uh, helped each other through the tough times. Because, I mean, every time like after work, um, Jim and Philip would come over to my place and we'd just, uh, <laughs> Philip would come over to Jim's at my place <laughs> to give me a look. But, uh, <laughs> uh, and whenever, we, whenever something was really stressing me out, I'd just talk to them about it. And I felt better, and they would give me positive feedback, and that really helped me um, just survive, <laughs> survive this past year. And I appreciate y'all, and I appreciate all the connections I've made, and I think that's going to really help launch me forward this coming year. I love it, man. I could tell that you guys have so much more to give than what y'all give in an office, you know what I mean? 
like just by going out with all of you guys when we all went to the bottom and I got all y'all in as 21 like that was a lot of fun exposing them exposing yourself I them. You that, know, that was a crazy night that was I like the best night I wasn't there by the way all year guys like that was just like yeah, I wasn't the, there. that's what I needed that is what I needed and to see all of you guys let loose and not you have a care in the world for just a few hours was a, was it was everything to me man and uh, just being in there and just dancing with everybody, you know? Fucking yeah. with that knee slide. Oh, my <laughs> God. <bro>. That <laughs> knee slide was legendary. That knee slide was legendary. Dream, how would you say that this end of the year has challenged you? I definitely feel like, you know, the slow period is is a hump. It's a real big hump in the year. You know, you don't, you're not making any money. You don't feel like this is going to work out for you. But I totally agree with Philip whenever he said that you need to sit and you need to gather information. You know, the market is changing every year. There are new rules being made. There are new things you need to, like, stay informed with. You need to get in touch with the right people and stay informed on those types of things because it's just super important if you're going to keep doing real estate to be up to date with the laws that are changing. So definitely, you know, some laws changed this year. We weren't prepared for it, but we definitely, we we got accustomed to it very quickly because, you know, yeah. the game is always changing and you just need to be ready to change with it. Evolve or die. Evolve yeah. or die. <laughs> like, honestly. Real estate has really taught me how to evolve. Yeah, it's evolve or die. Evolve or die. Someone's going to evolve for you and then you can be broke. Yeah, somebody's going to evolve and make all the money and you're going to have nothing left now. <laughs> I also feel that you have to really believe in your goals and, and your desires and where you're trying to be Strong because there's going to be times where it's going to be really hard and it's to a breaking point where you just really think it twice and you're like, should I be doing this? But you have to think of why you even started to begin with, you know? And true, 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 true. Going back to the old habits that you used to have is just going to give you those results that you had at that point and if that's not where you're trying to be then you have to do no you have to move differently world. and even if 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 people don't believe in you i mean you have to move out of there because that also affects you and just being surrounded by like-minded individuals will definitely get you further. Somebody wise yes. I knew once told me that your atoms are constantly being interchanged with the people you surround yourself with. So the saying that you are who you hang with isn't just a saying. It's actually true. You're constantly changing atoms as you go about your day, which I think is really amazing because if you surround yourself with good, positive people, then that's what you're going to bring about. I love and be willing to sacrifice the now for the later Bring forth that that extra work, that that the extra financial uh, (laughs) (laughs) sacrificing some financial stuff now, not going out as much, saving money. That way you can invest that money and buy. You know, the time five years have passed, you're a millionaire, and you can just kick back and do whatever you want and spend time the way you want, and not have anything telling you uh, you can't do that. And that's. That's one of the things that's important. Financial freedom! I always felt like it's such a cliche thing for uh, super, I I would say like super entrepreneurs, like people that are like Grant Cardone or like Gary Vee that are just like, fuck your excuses, fuck your feelings, the fuck you having all of these things for, you know what I mean? And for them, it's just like, you have to see the goal, you have to do this, you have to do that. And for me, I feel like that's just a mask because... Everybody has emotions, no matter how driven or focused that you are, people in this world, the things that happen to you are going to dictate the flow of how you feel during the day. And it's always the hardest thing to to deal with, you know what I'm saying? And having these challenges and figuring out how to overcome them is what makes you human. 
You know what I'm saying? Do you think that it hurt Jesus to get beaten by his own people and crucified by those that he tried to save? I'm damn sure it hurt, right? But it's about selfless love. Because even though he was getting butchered and battered by the people, the very people that he had tried to save, he literally screamed to this divine being in the sky, forgive them because they don't know what they do. How crazy is that, right? Mm. And that's what sacrifice is about. That's what being in the season of this is all about. So, I mean, what you do now is only going to drive you further, no matter what it is, because you guys have such a long way to go. You know what I'm saying? And I'm really excited to see the progress in y'all. So uh, I want to end this on one last note, and I want this to be like very, very powerful, guys. And um, so five years from now, like that five-year plan, you know, I don't expect y'all to be with me that long. If y'all are, y'all better own branches of this company, okay? <laughs> Five years from now, right? Where do you see yourself, Nancy, Philip, Joaquin, and Dream? Fiji. Fiji? Fiji in the bungalows. Like Fiji water? Asia, everywhere, all over the world. I disagree with this. I'll go with this. <laughs> go first. Five years from now, I see myself with uh, multiple passive income properties, um, I do want to have a wholesaling business as well, and I do want to be traveling a lot. I want to, <coughs> I want to get a uh, an RV and just travel all over the U.S. and. She's a hippie. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So I want to do that, and I also do want to have a house on top of a hill with like this badass view, this greenery, and a bunch of dogs everywhere on my hill. I don't know. I just see a lot. And I love it. I'm excited for the future. That's exciting. I uh, I see myself having, well, over the course of five years, I'm going to meet a lot more people than I know now. And one of the things I want to do, I want to, after I get those multiple streams of income and learn all the strategies and like all the different ways to do that, I just want to, I mean, I told you before, I want to be a physical therapist. That's going to happen. I would love to pick up carpentry. There's so many things I want to do. And that itself, I mean, I can help people pay me for like visits as a physical therapist. I can make furniture. Like I've always wanted to do something like that. I don't know yet what I fully want to do because think about it. The more that you work at a job, I'm not, I'm not talking on jobs, but your whole life is there. I have so many skills. I've worked at SeaWorld, I've worked at Main Event, I've worked at the movie theater, I've worked at retail, at clothes. I have so many skills that aren't going to make me money. And I don't say it to think that way, but how many skills are you going to offer someone else that's going to give someone value? Like, I mean, I love to cook, and I've made people food before, and they paid me for it. It was, like, maybe a couple of times, but that itself is something very small, very something valuable to somebody else. So I would, I see myself, probably not in America, maybe, what did I say? Probably somewhere in Europe, yeah, doing all nice these and things. Cold. Somewhere nice and cold, nice and beautiful. Yeah. Man, San Antonio is too hot for me, but somewhere, somewhere where I'm just offering that value to somebody else. Because I love to help people, and first, I mean, I come first, so we'll see. Future's full of... I love it, man. I love it. I think that those are all like both of what you guys said is, is a high. It's on the tier of, of self love. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're literally talking about what you would love to have, which is that house on the top of the hill. You want to help people in a way and show them that you love them through what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing. Like um, what you have to figure out what you love and then go all in on that. And that has to be also a source of income. For example, real estate to me is just a giant bridge. What I love and I would dream to do is I want to sponsor in major league gaming competition one day. And I want it to be either Halo, Destiny, or, or like 
something That's amazing because be video games were a major part of my life, you know? And so it's my dream one day to sponsor an individual who is major league gaming status like these other guys that are YouTube streaming and whatnot that are doing that um, and, and be there present with him, all of them wearing an infinity banner, right? That shows that they, <laughs> That'd like, be awesome. they've destroyed people in League of Legends or whatever game that they're playing. <laughs> and I would just love to be in that environment because I love video games and that was a major part of what I am today. So mm. it's about finding out what you love and then going in all, all in on that. I mean, I think we can all agree here, right? that real estate is literally just a bridge to what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Yes. I definitely know that I'm never going to stop doing it. Like, cause I already own as many properties as I own the seven houses that I have. I love them to death. I'm like, it's like they're a part of me. That's never going to leave me. And I don't know what, if this business is going to be what I really want to do, but five years from now, that's where I see myself at 35 years old. It's definitely yeah. your foundation for where you want to go later on as well. That's why we play video games in the office. Yep. That's Big why facts. I destroy Philip and, and Smash Brothers okay. all the time. First of all, first <laughs> of all, we're going to get it on camera. I'm so. kidding. <laughs> go get it on camera. <laughs> where would you say you would want to be in five years, Joaquin? You and Dream, both so, y'all together. We both love to travel a lot and I lived in China for a little bit and I really want to go spend a year teaching English, spend a year uh, going to different uh, martial arts schools, spend a year backpacking through Europe, and just literally just travel and um, do a million things. I also want to go back to performing and maybe um, perform on some cruise ships, things like that. And I want all my time going towards that. Going You're towards totally spend, traveling, like being with friends. thick than you already are, bro. More oh my thick. god. <laughs> all those things require massive leg strength. I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> we have a joke at the office for those that are listening that Joaquin is really thick. <laughs> Forcing Right, with four seats. I hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what, you, when you went to China the first time, what, why'd you go? Well, I've done martial arts for a good period of my life, and I've always thought it really cool to do something like that. And so, I'm one of those people who, if I have something in my mind, I'm going to do it. So, I, I worked, and I saved up money, and then uh, I found where I wanted to go, and I just showed up at a monastery in China. I bought a ticket, plane ticket, um, took like... A couple, a couple buses, um, trains, taxis, and then when I was in the middle of nowhere, no one spoke English. Uh, then I tried to find this monastery in the middle of nowhere, hiked up a mountain, got there, and then was there for like a month, and I was one of the best experiences of my life. Wow. That yeah. is insane. I, really I had an experience like that, but it was here in San Antonio, and it was at a Deftones concert in 2007. Oh, my God. oh yeah, I remember you telling me about <laughs> Somebody that. Somebody stole my damn ticket, bro. And I spent oh. that like two days in a row with people that were from Russia, and we got really, really high and drunk. It was awesome. <laughs> that sounds like I was 17 years old at the time. It was a way different time to be alive. Dream, where would you see yourself in the next five years? Like I said, I want, I want to be able to have financial freedom and be able to not have to worry about, you know, telling anybody where I'm going to at, where I'm going to be, where I'm at, you know, like. I just really hope that I am somewhere tropical, somewhere, I don't even care, like I've never been anywhere tropical, I've never been anywhere that it snows. You and Nancy probably going to be friends forever, I swear, y'all both hippies. Like, <laughs> all, all your puppies. Also, one of my goals is to build that foundation with the properties, but later on I do want to open a school for kids where there's no education, and somewhere in a third world country. 
That's an awesome I love it. I love it. I love that. Got yeah, you. For sure. <laughs> we plan on doing so many things with the Infinity Cash Offer banner. We're going to be sponsoring a boxer that is at HPHS. That he's one what of the guys. What are we doing that? What's happening? What? what? Uh, I'm telling you, there's a bunch of things on the back end that I've been working on that I'm going to go over with you guys today. We're going to have our 40 plus cold callers in the Philippines monetized, and we're going to open up a cold calling services for a real estate business. We also have 50 VAs that manage real estate companies already. We're going to be creating a business that helps people do that. We're going to be having skip tracing service that's going to be dropping today or tomorrow. And, uh, you know, there's just so much, guys, that I'm so excited to share with you all today because our 2020 campaign is going to be way different than what we've been doing. And I'm going to go over exactly what we've been doing in 2019 versus 2020 when we get back to the office. And maybe this is something I'll talk about on a podcast if uh, Hilco would have me, which I'm excited to do, guys. So uh, nonetheless, man, I I'm so excited to have done this with you guys. I feel like this just makes me closer to y'all. <laughs> This is my first time interviewing somebody on a podcast. It kind of sounds like I've been doing it forever, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're Guys, so for the people that are out here listening, where can they find you? How can they get a hold of you? How can they con connect with you? Dream underscore infinity 1226. Add me on Instagram. My name is Iris Alvarez on Facebook. You know, shout out. Hit shout out. <laughs> Uh, you can find me uh, I'm on Facebook my name is Joaquin it's J-O-A-Q-U-I-N Morales uh, I'm, my my Instagram's the same thing Joaquin Morales 1000 and then uh, give me a call or a text 210-262-7170 we love to work with you whether it be helping move a property or helping uh, helping in any way shape or form I love just giving information to people oh, yeah so I mean I'm Philip Philip Campbell on Facebook um, Instagram is Papa Blessed with three S's. Hey. Uh, I mean, look, I mean, Q said he wants to sponsor someone uh, pro gaming. It's coming. I promise you it's coming. Hey. I do stream sometimes on Switch. I got to get better at it. Bourbon Therapy, look, come holla at your boy. I'm ready. <laughs> Nancy, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, you can catch me on my email, nancy.infinity.hs at gmail.com. Or you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, my Instagram is Nancy Vanessa 22 and Facebook it's just Nancy Casares. Love it, guys. So um, I was it was an honor. Thank you so much to the Hillco team for allowing me to, to interview my own team, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's been such a, like an insane growth. Uh, this has probably been a very challenging year for us as well, but we're setting up all of the right things and all of the right pieces for 2020 is going to be the biggest year. We're going to be doing a million a month or more or die trying, okay? So that's what we're going to do, and I'm excited about it. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Marco. Shout out to all the guys here here at uh, the Hilco family, man. Um, love y'all. Thank y'all so much, everybody. Y'all take care. Let's get this bread. Bread, 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 bread. <laughs>